Previously on This Is How We Roll. Cheryl, you're mad at Fish because you think he sunk your yacht. Fish, you're mad at Mario because you think he sunk your boat of rum. And Mario, you're not mad at anyone or are you mad at Cheryl? It's just, just, is it a circle, triangle that just keeps going? Back in Daggers Ford, if that was a dream or if it wasn't, an Eric Coker told me if I needed work, I could come to the Purple Whale and get work. I can't keep all these names straight. Yeah, I, it's no. okay, so, so I got the Kendall Jackson from Mama. Ward, I told you they were—they're the people who saved my life. We have to let them in. And he's—you hear him arguing back. Yes, but Mama said that she really doesn't want to meet with these people. <laughs> uh, twenty gold pieces, and you will get us a meeting with her. Hmm. What do you think, Custer? Can we get a meeting with Mama today? can recap what happened last time last time on this fucking game um i could try okay so we went to we went to um forgetting all these names hold the on purple whale. Sure. purple whale the purple whale um well there's not going to be as many names as there were in the college i promise the you problem that. was by the end of the college it I mean, it was like we had been going to school there for centuries. Like we knew it <laughs> yeah. pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went. We got to the purple whale. Well, we followed um, Cheryl. We followed Mario. Um, we followed, uh, you know, Fish, um, and we tried to talk it out between all of them. Uh, the bartender was Piper, um, but Piper is a. Um, What's the name of the species, Piper? Aracocra. Aracocra. Piper is an Aracocra. Um, but we didn't really get that far because they were all just kind of yelling amongst themselves. However, we've learned that many ships have um, ships from each of the factions have gone down, and no one knows who it is, and they all think it's each other. Um, Mace Corps also uh, befriended uh, an orc woman named Emily who reads in the tavern, and they have a date set up. Um. Then we also learned that there's a. But let's let's just be clear. They have some soft plans to soft meet up for plans. dinner. They have soft plans. <laughs> uh, Piper really recommended that we go to Darshi Blows, which is a brothel next door. Really recommended it. Also, Piper has in, enormously uh, talented hearing abilities. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, we—that's a major plot point. I'm glad you picked up yeah. on that. Um, and then we stopped by, we, for our first stop was Mama's Crew, where Mario led us in, and we met Ward Squid, who was a grouchy fisherman who went out. Um, and Cruster and Patty tried to shake us down, but we uh, finally got through them, and we are at Mama, who we just went upstairs to her her room. Her office. Her, her office, and she is much younger than we thought. Um, yeah, I don't know why recap. we all. I don't know why we all just assumed. I mean, okay, I don't want to speak for the rest of the group, but I definitely assumed Mama was going to be like grandma oh, aged or a big old broad who likes to yield it. Assumption. Yeah, I feel like that was all in uh, the Jordan's plot. Plotting. Boy, he really loves a plot twist, doesn't he? Boy, doesn't I, he, folks? It's, it's yeah. The funny thing is, there's so many twists that by the end of it, it's just a straight line. Le- leave us a comment <laughs> if, as far as what your favorite twist has been. Yeah. Has, did, favorite it, twist? Did, it, did it snap your neck? Or did it throw you for a loop? Josh's is a twist and shout. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jinx. Alright. Um... No, yeah, Keegan, make sure you sync that up and post so that we actually said it at the same time. Hey, on my computer, <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was it. So you're in the Fisherman's Union building, aka Mama's house, and you have bribed your way upstairs to meet with 
the aforementioned mama. And she is a young, uh, lithe-looking dwarven, not dwarven, orc, orcan woman. She's the orcan man. Um, and yeah, that was, uh, that was where we left it. And you open the double doors and stride into her office. And she turns in a swiveling wooden chair and looks at you and says, Well, you're strangers from out of town. What are you all doing here? Did not think he was going to sound like that. God damn it. Crisscross twist. It's another twist. God damn it. Leave it in the comments. She's from Louisiana. (laughs) Although we are in kind of like a swamp area. (laughs) Does someone want to tell me what I'm asking you? Hey, hi. Do we call you Mama, Miss Ma? What do you What do you prefer? What Mama's do you fine. Too. They call me Mama. That'll be just fine. Well, Mama, we're we're here from out of town. Um, we it's a long story, but short story is, uh, we really need need to get to the Lost Isles, and we we know that there is um a brewing turf war going on, but we think there's there's more to it than than the other factions. So. Uh, we need to get out of the harbor, and right now it's kind of like a showdown out there. Stand off. My apologies. I see. Well, y'all, I guess have made it to the right person if you're looking to talk about guild business. Now, here's the problem. The other guilds have taken some actions against my guild that doesn't sit too well with me, so if you're looking for me to lift my blockade and let those rum runners and Fine leather goods runners come through. Well, you are barking up the wrong tree. Uh, we brought some wine for you. It's Kendall Jackson. Does that change anything? Well, aren't you just the sweetest thing? I'll just, you know what? I'm just going to put that right over here in a special spot on the bookshelf. I want to look around her office while (laughs) somebody's talking to her. Okay, Flint, make a, uh, let's do, uh investigation check i suppose investigation sweet investigate that office uh for, oh i guess i'll i guess i'll take the 14 on that that's fine uh yeah 14 so with a 14 you are sort of snooping around behind the others while they're talking with mama um you see that there are several chairs over in a sitting area off to the side of her desk and you also see that she's got old nautical maps framed on her walls. Um, there's nothing particularly interesting um, in the office. There's an old anchor of some sort hanging on one of the walls. There's like a steering wheel um, from an old ship that's like, you know, an old wooden wheel that's broken. And uh, all the windows of her house, fittingly enough, are built like portholes. So it's, again, it's an interior of a building that looks almost as if it could be a ship lifted up out of the water. And from her windows, you can actually see the sun setting to the west, uh, away from the town. Uh, and it is, uh, it's starting to set, I should say. It's it's only, you know, early evening, six o'clock or so. Um, and she looks back at the three of you and says, uh, the three of you that are standing in front of her, and uh, also to you, Flint, motions over to the seating area and says, well, if we're going to talk business, now why don't we go over here and just have a seat? We can sit down and talk about this. Well, I guess it would be great to talk about it, but we're talking about it get us anywhere because it sounds like you're pretty set on nothing unless the other people do something. Well, so here's the thing. I have reason to believe that the yachtsmen are responsible for sinking one of our fishing vessels not too long ago. And we lost several good fishermen and fisherwomen. And that don't sit too well with me. And it lowers our ability to meet our quota. I got a lot of mouths to feed from my business here. And if they start skimming off the top and interfering with our business, well then, they are going to face the consequences. So here's what y'all can do for me if you want me to do something for you. You can go on over there and get a confession out of them. Find out for sure that they're the ones that sunk our vessel and then I can take the appropriate retaliatory actions. And what if they didn't sink your vessel? Well, I suppose that would be something to learn too, although I'm gonna, it's going to take some mighty strong convincing. 
I'm pretty sure that they're the ones that did it. Mama, you seem like a businesswoman with, one, a great office, and two, quite a, a mug full of conviction. Uh, you seem like you know what's going on here. Wow. What? But I don't want to pry, but it seems like... Would you? What kind of evidence do you have? I mean, you seem like you're pretty convinced. Well, exactly who are you, people, before I start giving out some of the private information that I have attained at great cost about these shipwrecks? We're just travelers who like to give out free wine to business ladies. Well, Mama, I don't, I don't know if we can convince you if we anyone important, but we did save your Mario from near certain death in the streets, so uh, we oh, have no that right? Well, I had not heard about that. Yeah, that's I mean, interesting. He was, he was gonna be gone pretty pretty much if we weren't there. Well, alright then, let's get Mario up here. I want to hear from him first. And she pulls on a little string next to the hearth of her fireplace um, and you don't, you don't hear anything, but sure enough, moments later you hear steps coming up the stairs um, and it's None other than Patty Crabbington, and she says, What can I do for you, Mama? And uh, Mama instructs her to bring Mario to the office, and she returns just moments later with Mario in tow. Mario's hands, uh, like his sleeves up to his elbows are like wet, because um, he's been plunging toilets. And <laughs> oh my god, he must be terrible at his job. He yeah. comes in, and uh, and he's holding his hat in his hands. Uh, he's got like a sort of cabbie hat. You know, um, and it has a, uh, it has, it has an M on it for Mario, mm. uh, and it's it's of course a uh, a blue hat, uh, and that so yeah yeah you know as as traditional with Mario's, um, and so he comes in looking a little bit of sh- uh, you know sheepish. Mama gestures to him and says, "Now Mario, you don't you don't have anything to be afraid of, all right? I just want to get the story from you. Now these people tell me." That they saved your life out there today, is that true? Yes, ma'am. I uh I ran into uh a uh, good old fish. Uh, he wanted to uh skewer me like a split pig, as they say. Uh, but uh this uh brave uh, this brave troop uh, they stepped in and they didn't let him do it. And then I found a sharkish arrow, and I would have loved to take a chunk out of her, I tell you what. To, to make up for the, the ships that they've sank of ours. Uh, Mama's sort of like pondering this development. She's sitting in silent thought, looking out one of the porthole windows. And the room goes silent for just a moment with nothing but the drip of toilet water off of Mario's sleeves onto the floor. Gross. And as Mama hears that, she turns and looks at him and says, All right, Mario, that's plenty. And I need you to get the fuck out of my office right now. <laughs> and he turns and goes. Oh, God, I feel like that's going to make Flint recoil a little bit to hear Mama, who was so welcome, and say, get the fuck out of my office. I'm going to be like, ugh. That was really mean. Why'd you say that to him? If you're going to come in here and now tell me how to do business in my place of business, then we're going to have a real problem, miss. Seems like you already have more problems than you can handle. I'm going to... I'm going to hit Felocial on the arm. What the fuck? Come on, we're in Mama's house. So, so Mama, I mean, he he confirmed what we said, so uh, we would love to know more information about, you know, how the ships got done, you know, just in case we need to get out of the harbor and no one's going to let them out of the harbor, so... All uh, right, fair. well, fair enough. I suppose your story all makes sense, and... Uh, that was real nice what you did for Mario. And I suppose, in that case, I can tell you a little bit more. About three days ago, one of our fishing vessels was out on a, on a deep sea trawler mission, trying to bring back a shipment of fire crabs to sell down at the market, just as they do every every week at the same time, to the same area, just off of the rocky cove in the north of the harbor. And when they were on their day's journey that day, at some point, their ship was sank. And I know this because we recovered certain pieces of that vessel on the shore. And several of our other fishing vessels found pieces of their ship. And along with those, they found several signature signs that those pieces 
were intermingled with bits and pieces of a yachtsman vessel. And the yachtsmen have been known to try some tomfoolery with our fishermen just because they look down on us from up on their hill. They think that we're just simple folk who won't ever fight back. Well, I got news for them. I can bring the fight. I'm sure you can bring the fight, but the yachtsmen also have ships missing. And so do the rum runners. Is that what they're called? They're called the drowned rats. My bad. The drowned rats. The and yachtsmen. I've had issues with them in the past, but it seems like this most recent one was the yachtsmen. But they're to blame. You're, no, you're all missing ships from the same time and all coming from the same place. So well, either it was a big battle amongst everyone or something else is doing this. Or perhaps the yachtsmen are lying to you about that. They didn't actually lose any ships from what I've heard. But you just said that chunks of their ship were washing in. Yeah, if there's a firefight between two ships, generally they're not going to both leave unscathed. Have you tried asking them about this? I mean, has there been any sort of diplomacy or dialogue here? Well, there are sometimes meetings between the three guilds. The big three, right? That's what you're called? I believe that you're referring to the triumvirate of power, my friend. Well, it's even better. I mean, uh, has should is there a way that we can... Uh, Facilitate this triumvirate of power meeting. We'll provide refreshments, too. Well, here's here's my advice. And you can take it and then leave. I would suggest that you go and find out whatever you can from these other folks, from these other guilds, get to the bottom of the truth. If they are really maintaining that they didn't sink any vessels which I know that my fishermen did not do, then I would meet with the triumvirate and we can see if we can't get to the bottom of this. So if we say we go talk to people and come back and tell you we talk to them, you're going to come with us. And if I find out that you're lying, then you're never going to leave the horn. I doubt that. We definitely need to leave the horn at some point. Wonderful town, don't get me wrong. But... We're going to have to leave at some point. Yeah, well, then I would suggest that you not lie to me. Well, Mama, if we're going to do this, what's the best way to talk to, I guess, the next group, potentially the Yachties or the Drown Rats? I mean, do we just walk in, or...? Well, I'd say for the Yachtsmen, you might be able to walk right in. They're headquartered up on the Regency Castle Hill, and for the Drowned Rats, well... They like to maintain their secrecy, but I believe the that graveyard. I believe that your friend Mario might be able to help you find a way into their secret hideout, as they call it, because they won't come answering the door. They even if you know where it is, they're just going to pretend, even though you know it's in the graveyard, which we all know. They're just going to all hide inside. They'll keep the doors locked and they'll pretend that nobody's there because they don't want anybody to really know that they're in there. So talk to Mario if you want to talk to the drowned rats. I know he ain't good for much, but he's good for that. All right. I'm just coming up with some contingents here, Mama. Uh, you, you're you're a lady who likes to plan, and you know I'm sure you got plans A through however high in the alphabet I know. Um, let's say that we can't get anywhere with these people. What? Are you guys just going to stay in a blockade forever? Yeah. Well... The good news is, my fishermen can pull in just enough to feed ourselves and our families right here in the bay. So I suppose that as luck would have it, I believe my blockade can last the longest. Isn't your whole issue, though, that people were killed and so now your fishing numbers are down, but now they're down even more because you're stopping yourself? I don't think that you seem to understand the laws of supply and demand there, sweetheart. Couldn't what? They just Let... leave the town? Oh, they certainly could try. Where are they going to go? Any of the vast plains to the south of here? Yeah, that's a great place to live. Why don't you just go ahead and go live there? What brought you here? You're not out in the plains. We told you we're going to the Lost Isle. Oh, yeah, no, I heard that. That's that's one of the reasons that I'm not really taking y'all quite so serious, if you might have noticed. Why, why is that, Mama? The Lost Isles are a myth. 
You think you're right. going to find some island out there that nobody can ever find that's always moving? Well, we're just dumb travelers, is my contention. All right, well, I'm out of time. I got other meetings to hold, so why don't you get out of here? You can figure something. If you have something to tell me, you come back, all right? Yep, gladly. I'm going to You're still going to have out. to grease my guards. I know that I know that you had to bribe them. I'm not dumb, and they are. Don't pay them too much. They're they're just going to go out and get drunk on it, and I need them here to work. I'm going to be saying thank you and like waving and leaving. <laughs> thank you, mama. I say I say as they leave. Get ready for a triumvirate meeting. That's going to be fun. And I don't, All right. I don't say anything. And I'm already out the door. Um, and she closes the double doors behind you as you Peace all out. walk down the hallway. I'm going to say, what the fuck was that? She was so nice and then was so mean. She's a mob boss. I mean, I guess that's how it works. God. I feel like she has her own ideas and she doesn't like it when other people have ideas because she thinks she's best. Yes, I think she, I think she was rather mad at Felosio. Uh Are we being escorted out? Yeah, um, Patty Crabbington was waiting right outside of the office and is escorting you down the hall and down the stairs and to the front door. Damn. Okay. Uh, as we go out, I'm going to say <laughs> thank you, thank you, Patty. Um, and here's here's another five gold for helping us. Um, you deserve a a break well thank you i don't quite know what you mean by that but i'll take your gold why don't you head down to the purple whale well i might just do that when my shift ends or the brothel if that's what fancies you there she blows there there she blows (laughs) is is custer crabbington like in like the adjacent like the can i sense where he is or um, give me a perception check, and we'll see if you know at all where he went. 18. Um, you get the feeling that he's just, like, back in the office space that he disappeared into after getting thwocked by his sister in the head. Um, right. Yeah. Maybe, could I poke my head in there while, like, I don't want to, like, make it no. like, I'm not trying to sneak, I'm just trying to, like, do this quickly as we... Um, cause I like picked up on Felosial giving gold and I want to try and grease this guy a little bit too. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check because Patty's not really trying to let you all veer off course here. Right. A 28. <laughs> That's good enough. Yeah. You, you managed to sneak over and it's sort of a swinging, um, like almost kitchen style door. Um, like you'd find in a restaurant that swings both ways going right. into this office space. And when you walk through, you look around and it's sort of like wooden cubicles uh-huh. uh, with lots of fishing ledgers. And uh, yeah, you, the one thing that you also notice is that on Custer's desk, his is right inside the door. He's got a uh, sort of a fishing ledger on one side of his desk and then a big ledger with big block letters on the front that says bribes to local officials accounting. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Custer and say... Custer, I think you, uh, Mom, Mama said that you know we need to thank you. I mean, Yar, thank what you are for, you doing back here? You're not. This is employees only. I know. I'm just here. Thank you for like helping us get up to see Mama. It's really gonna help us out. Like, and I'm gonna give him ten gold and say, have a have a drink on me. I think they've got like some specials going on down at the uh, Purple Whale. Yar, are you, are you a club promoter for them or something? No, I'm just grateful, man. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I had a couple of beers. I'm feeling generous, so like, I just here, man, just have a good time. As they, as they say, a fool in his gold, but et cetera, et cetera. I, I think those specials are gonna end like pretty soon. So, you know, just don't. I wouldn't like, I, you know, just maybe sneak out if you if you get the opportunity, bud. Just looking out All for right, you. Thanks well, again. I yes, much much obliged. I'll see you around, I suppose. Ah, man. And then I'm going to catch up with the gang. Is there any way we can, like, should we persuasion check these people to see if we can get them to go? Yeah. Uh, If you encounter them again, um, wait, are you trying to get them to leave the building for some reason? Well, I'm I'm encouraging it. (laughs) Yeah, because she said that she needs to have her people around. Okay. Um, Am am I right in hearing that? Uh, that like mama wanted I don't know to exactly ha- what you're inferring. I guess can you 
just tell me what your like logic is, like what you think is going on. And then I'll either tell you you're totally off base or I maybe said something that led you that way that I shouldn't have. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like she hides behind her people some. So I want them to not be around in case we have to come back because she seems like a jerk to go talk to. Okay. So I had a completely different thing. In that I just saw Felocial try and give gold to get one of the guards out. And I wanted another one of the guards out. Because there might be some shit in there that I might want to steal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I here's what I'll say. I think that both of them are much more uh, amicable toward all of you. Now that you've had a couple of opportunities to bribe them. Uh if you were to encounter them either here or out and about and you need their help with something, I will give you advantage on any sort of persuasion or deception or anything like that because they are a little bit more trusting of you at this point. Nice. And they're also interested in trying to get more money out of you by offering things at this point. So, But for the moment, Patty is just interested in getting you out of the building because uh, that's what Mama told her to do. Okay. I'm interested in leaving. Um, when you walk outside, you see Mario sitting on a set of stairs that come out of a side door to this this large building, and he is uh, having a smoke and letting his letting his shirt sleeves dry out, um, and he's just sort of sitting there looking into the night air or in the into the evening air um, as you leave the building. He doesn't see you though. What are y'all gonna do now? I want to tell everyone about that ledger. Guys, okay, so I went in to bribe Custer. And I don't know if we need this, but it could come in handy to know it's there. There's a giant book that says, and this is a little on the nose, even for a criminal organization, Ledger of Bribes to Citizens. Uh, Seems like a good blackmail tool if it comes to that. Just wanted to let you guys know. Guys, I mean, it Mm. makes sense from an accountant perspective. They got their books in order, right? Well, they're criminals, not, you know. That's true. Not not bad citizens. They at least pay their taxes. Uh, I don't know about that. Did you look inside the book? (laughs) Well, no, Custer was sitting there. So, I mean, I I couldn't just, like, go rifling through his, his books. So we have to go back for it. I mean, we could go back for it. Hmm. At some point. I don't know if we need it right now, but if we have if we have to go back for it, we could go back for it. And then we go to those people, tell them we have the book, give them their page, and they pay us. Okay, I hadn't thought of that, and I'm really disappointed that I didn't. Because that's a great idea. That's like... Right now, we're blackmailing them, right? It was a really thick book. I was thinking we go to Mama and say, hey, we're going to expose all of your blackmail by blackmailing you, so do what we want. Uh, no loitering. It's... You all need to move along. Oh, Fuck, didn't, didn't you go down Ward, to your Ward boat? Squid is coming back up the streets, having gone to his boat, and he's covered in what you can only assume to be fish viscera all up and down his front, and he's carrying a sharp tuna spear of some sort and uh it's like slung over his back and he's looking uh, a little bit exhausted but like he's headed for the uh employee locker room inside the building so he can shower (laughs) this this is a public street we can be here if we want oh is that so you seem to think that you know everything about this town but you don't uh mr squid um have you by any chance seen mario Yes, he's sitting around the corner over here with what I can only assume to be toilet water all over him. Ah, that sounds... This is not toilet water on me, by the way. This is fish guts. That sounds like Mario. Marginally better. You said he was around the corner. Yes, and uh, he points around the right corner of the building to this the little flight of stairs that Mario's sitting on. I'm going to go around the corner and talk to Mario. All right. Uh, and Ward Squid kind of pushes by you all and knocks on the front door. And Patty Crabbington looks through the little slat and then opens the door for him. And he comes in and then you hear it shut and lock several times behind him.
Hi everyone, it's Keegan, your Felucio, and I'm here with your mid-roll announcements. Are you enjoying our show? Why not share it with a friend? Word of mouth is one of the best ways for our podcast to be noticed by more listeners like yourself. Our podcast is also more noticeable by others if you leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser. Ratings and reviews help us to go to the top of the D&D podcasting charts. If you want more of our show, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash this is how we roll. Over there, you'll find an entire side campaign, cut content, bloopers, maps, and more. It's a great place to get more of our show with a little bit of a twist. And thank you to our two patrons, Junior and Johanna. And lastly, go find us on social media. We're on Twitter the most, but you can also find us on Facebook, as well as other social media platforms. And shout out to Rayhan for liking the post of last week's episode on Facebook. Check our show notes for all of the links to our social media. That's all I've got for you, so now, let's get back to the episode. All right, um, Dresden, you walk around the corner and you find Mario sitting on like the third of five steps, uh, sort of staring off into the thousand yard stare and having a smoke. Uh, he's smoking some sort of like cigar, like roughly rolled up together kind of thing. Um, it doesn't smell particularly good. Ah, ah, excuse me, Mr. Mario. Ah, hello. I don't know if I ever got to your name and if I did, I forgot it, uh, but, uh, I, I, I suppose I owe you my thanks. Uh, yes, well, you could... My name's Dresden, and you could thank me by putting out that awful-smelling cigarette. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, it's a bad habit. Yes, smoking will... And he, he uh, sort of, like, he, like, kind of crushes it against the stone step that he's sitting on. Smoking will kill you. Well, there's a lot of things that'll kill you. Speaking of killing and being killed... Uh, I was told by Mama that you knew the location of the drowned rats, and you knew how to get in there. Hey, uh, just, uh, if you're gonna talk about that stuff, please uh, keep your voice down. Okay, I'll try and whisper. What do you know of the drowned rats and how to enter their facilities? I can uh, show you the way. I don't think you'd be able to find it on your own. Isn't it just in the graveyard? Well, if you go to the graveyard, there's no chance that you'll get to pass to their security and into their hideout. I know a way that can get you right into the middle of their base. How close are they to our current location? Well, it's not a fun hike, but I can take you in through the sewer pipes. Ugh. Will we encounter toilet water while we're down there? No, the, this town has a very, a fairly modern sewer system. That's why I studied at the uh, local sewer college. That's how I became a master of plumber. Ah, I see. Well, Mario, do me a favor and don't move. I'm going to go ask my compatriots if they'd like to go see the drowned rats. Or, sorry, the drowned rats now. And uh, I'll be back momentarily. Hey, just before you go away... If I'm going to take you all the way to the Drowned Rats Abyss, I'm going to need some kind of payment for my services. Uh, honestly, it's worth more than just saving one person's life to try and sneak right into Blue Betty's hold. How about we... If you know what I mean, wink. How about we don't kill you? Uh, make an intimidation check. Oh, God. <laughs> just pay the man. <laughs> Dresden is fucking giving our crew <laughs> a bad name. Money. Yeah. Hey, Dresden doesn't have thousands of gold pieces. <laughs> no, but, but we do. Oh, this, was an in, yeah. this was an intimidation check? Yeah. Luckily, that's one of my things that I'm supposed to be good at. Uh, oh, my 24. God. 24. Uh, when you say that line, uh, what, what, did, what did you say? Say it again. I said, how about we don't kill you? Uh, he says, yeah, that seems like a fair deal, actually. So uh, you let me know. I'll be here. Uh, I want to move. And he actually like does the like com comedic like freeze frame. Like he's just like not going to move at all on the step. Perfect. 
I will be right back. And I'm going to head around the corner and uh, tell them, and I'll, and I'll tell everyone, I'll say, I have, I have located Mario, and he has agreed to take us to the, to the, the Drowned Rats location for free. Really? Yeah, I thought we could just like great. walk over there. He, he says if we go to the graveyard, we have no chance of getting in, but he can get us in. Then he wanted me to pay him. I convinced him otherwise. How, mu- how, how much did you pay him? I, I didn't. I said I won't kill you. Were we going to? Uh, pay him or kill him? Seemed, seemed like we were never going to kill him. Oh, well, no. I was intimidating him. Oh. I got, I, I'm kind of getting the feeling that maybe that was, like, very real. Ah, uh, Flint. I was never intending to harm him that much. Just going to strongly encourage him to take us for free, which he is. So, who's in? Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of free. What's the journey like? Uh, we have to go through some very clean sewer systems. Um, clean, clean to his standards or actually clean? Well, I guess it depends on your standard of clean. Just so they're better than the sewers of Waterdeep. I've been down there. I, I asked him <laughs> pretty. if we would encounter any toilet water and he said no. Huh? Well, I mean, uh, Dresden, you sound like you made a good deal. I think so. All right. I, as long as it's not too bad, I am reserving my right to turn around if it gets messy. Who knows, Flint? Maybe you'll find something shiny down there to steal. Okay, my eyes light. Flint's eyes light up at that. Like, oh, I bet there's all kinds of fun things down in the sewer that people just like gets washed away. Exactly. So, shall we go? Ooh, okay. I'm aboard. I'm on board. Um, yeah, let's go. And, um, Mace Core, maybe you can finish telling us what Emily was telling you at the bar? Uh, I mean, it's not that important. We have very tentative plans to meet up uh, one of these nights. Oh, that's, that's great. I was, I meant more of, like, the intel on the three, the big three that she gave you. But we could talk more about your date at some point. Yeah, I want to hear more about that. Oh, <laughs> you we'll devil, you. That. We'll get to that. I mean, we haven't done it yet, but it was a good conversation. Yeah, I th- I guess we'll start following Mario. I just, I think a lot of the information we know as not characters is stuff that only Mace Core knows as a character on these people. So I just think as we walk, you could tell us everything. Yeah. I mean, you can play it out. Should we play it out or just uh, just kind of like it's understood that we have the same knowledge now, assuming that Mace Core actually wants to tell us? Yeah, I don't know. Because you asked her about all of the, like, uh, the three leaders and where you can find them and what they like and all of that. But t- really, I don't think we know all of it. I, I, she essentially told us what Mama told us about where we can find everybody, but she she goes to the she goes to the bar very frequently, so um, you know she's very perceptive about everything that goes on. She'll she'll be a good asset to have around for uh, you to you know you know asset. what I mean right. you know what I yeah, mean right, <laughs> eyebrow raise. <clears throat> um, I've <clears throat> noticed we're still not following Mario. Is there a problem? Uh, he was still crying a little bit. We gave him some space. <laughs> well, uh, I'd like to go around the corner and say, Mario, buddy, thanks so much for taking us. Oh, please, my God. Please tell me Mario's still in, like, that frozen stat, that frozen stance of, like, the comedic. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's like just got some tears running down his face, but he hasn't moved. <laughs> I'm going to tap. I'm going to, like, kind of pat him on the shoulder, like, Mario, it's it's Flint. I'm going to come back around the corner and go, Mario, you don't have to stay frozen. Oh, thank God. I was getting a cramp. Oh. You need to be more hydrated than that. Don't I look like I've been hydrated? And he shakes his wet sleeves at you. <laughs> oh, not that Oh, not that kind of water. Um, and you get like little flecks of water on you for <laughs> oh, sure. 
Um, okay. Dresden said you're gonna take us to... Keep your voices down. I told him that I would do it, but it has to be discreet. Yes, I forgot. When you say the name of the place you're going, you have to whisper. So it's like this. The Drowned Rats. That's right. The Drowned Rats don't know that I know the secret to entrance into their uh, place. And if they find out, then guess what? It won't be a surprise uh, if we show up there. Do we want to surprise them, or is that a bad idea? Well, uh, you don't have to try to, like, jump them when you get in there, but they're not going to talk to you, and you won't ever get to Blue Abeti if you don't go into the hideout and just figure it out from there. I I got a question here, uh, Mario. What, uh, have you ever snuck into, into the this place? Yes, uh... Well, I mean, so like, I don't. Uh, can we just talk more about it when we get into the sewers? Yeah, 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 yeah. You lead the way. Lead the way. Should we be sneaky? Like, how sneaky if we should? Well, look, uh, we got a grate back here behind the house, uh, and nobody's gonna be watching us as we go in there, uh, and then we can talk. All right, lead the way, Mario. All right, and he leads the way around the side of Mama's house, and. Sure enough, behind her house, there is a large storm grate in the cobblestones, and it appears to be uh, pretty easy to remove. It's just got like a lip inside of the grate that the grate rests on, um, almost like a grill top on like a charcoal kettle grill that you just like balance on the little tabs. Is it heavy? It's pretty heavy, um, but Mario handles it pretty easily. Um, I wanted to lift it up. Oh, sorry. When we get after, uh, why don't you climb it down the last so you can slide it back into a place? Okay. And he climbs down a ladder down into the dark. Um, would anyone like to... Yeah, I guess he says, I don't have a light. I know the way pretty well, but the sunlight's are dying, so the grates aren't going to provide a lot of guidance for us. Is it okay to have light down there? That's a, not a problem. Uh, actually, DM, I'm a dwarf. I have I have night vision. Uh, I have <laughs> night vision too. Uh, actually, <laughs> just to be uh, careful, there's a couple of monsters that automatically kill anyone with a night vision down here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I have night vision, but I, I don't have it actually. I'll pull out a torch and pass it down the row of people. All uh, right, cool. into the sewers. Um. I'm assuming we're all going to, uh, so Mario, well, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. Uh, Mario, do we still need to be quiet? So, uh, I wouldn't go a-shouting too much, especially as we get a little nearer to their, uh, hideout. Uh, Let right, me just, I, uh, I'll right. lead the way, and as, as we get to close, I'll tell you when we need to start speaking in hushed tones. Okay, every, everybody, everybody staying close, and I'm gonna get the orb of, uh... What is it called? The Orb of Silence? Yeah. Yeah, Orb of Silence. And, uh... What? I, I was thinking the same thing, Flint, but it didn't Mario say he wanted to explain something or other? We can hear each other inside of the Orb of Silence. Like, inside of, like oh, if you're inside right, of the right, radius, you right. can, like, still hear, right? Yeah, I, I forgot. But I think it's, like, we have to be, like, really close. Like, yeah, basically, like, 15, Scooby, 15 like Scooby-Doo style, like, yeah, <laughs> hands like on like each other's backs. It's a pretty small radius. It's, or at it's least pretty tiny. It's pretty small, yeah. Okay. So I don't know that you can all necessarily all stay in it at all times, but you can uh, definitely, like, get your heads in there to have yeah. a chat. Sure. I'm just going to carry that while we're walking through here. I pull the great clothes behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Nice job, Felocio. You're very strong. Thank you. I know. Much stronger than you. Well, I wouldn't put it to a test. Um, and when you reach the bottom of the stairs, and sure enough, it is not a terrible place that you find yourselves in. There is uh, a drain fairly close to the bottom of this ladder where there's a, a, a sort of slurry of storm water and, and high tide water flowing into a, a hole in the ground. And you see Mario's definitely steering clear of that hole. But the the platforms that you're on that are paved in a rough brown tile are not wet. They're pretty dry. So this is like walking on a sidewalk through uh, an area with a bunch of smelly rivers. Um, so it's definitely a little stinky, but you're not getting all covered in filth as you go. 
And Mario points to the right and says, This is the way. Stick with me and you won't get to lost. Whoever's got the light, get up here next to me. I don't have a light. but uh, I'm not, I pass so I'm it gonna... down to whoever. So maybe Mario has it. We'll pass, we'll pass it up to Mario. I'm going to stick towards the back. I'll be behind Mario. Right. super helpful with the Orb of Silence. <laughs> All right, so Mario proceeds forward. Um, could I get... Uh, who? What's the order? What, what order are you all going in? This is a pretty narrow passage, so you're pretty much going single file. I'm behind Mario. Uh, All right, Mario, then Dresden. Flint, why don't you go in the middle since you have the orb? <sighs> okay. I don't, and guys, I don't have night vision. So I'll go last. We'll put Mace Core between me and Flint. Just in case, even though we do have a light. Gotcha. Very nice. Um, all right. And you move forward. Um, and Mario's sort of talking as you go. Um, and those of you in the middle, when he gets a little further ahead, you like, you can still hear him talking, but he can't hear you responding because you're like in the orb of silence. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go past several sewer caps that go into deeper levels of this sewer, and you're realizing that this town has the most complex infrastructure that you've seen since Waterdeep. It's definitely one of the more established cities. Um, even if it is run by several criminal empires, it seems like it's a pretty established place. Um, Mario reaches a juncture and he says, all right, this is where we have to make a couple of uh, decisions. There are three uh, pipes that lead to the, uh, to the chamber that leads to the pipe that leads into the hideout. So we're getting close. When we get through the next large chamber, we got to keep our voices down. But for now, we just have to decide which way we want to go. There's a there's a, a pathway through the middle here. We have to get through this gate. And you see there is, in fact, a large locked grate in front of him. Or we can crawl through one of the two pipes on the left or the right. You'll recall. What did you do the last time you came in here? Well, the last time, this this grate was open. I know the other pipes lead to the same place, though, because you can see through here that the the sewage is running out of them down into the drains. And uh, sure enough, as you hold the, the torch out through this grate, you can see that there are two spouts on the ends of these pipes that you can crawl through that... Uh, it's not like a torrent of water. It's just really like a trickle of water going down onto this pool in the middle of the room and either way you're gonna have to walk through this pool uh, is there a is there a lock on the on the grate there is uh, guys do you mind if i take a crack at this lock uh, yeah i mean it seems like you can see everything so yes, go ahead Flint. do it yeah i just maybe investigate it first Make always sure so careful philosophical yeah i it if they're if they want to keep people out, I just feel like they'll go to extra measures. Yeah, I'd I'd like to do a little investigation on her. Okay. Uh, yeah, investigate that at. bad boy. Twelve. Are you looking for like how to pick it or how to get through it? I mean, on yeah, the, my biggest concern is always like it's usually magic, but in this case, since there's not really like a strong like magic seen in this area i'm more so checking for like a, a physical trap um with a 12 you don't really get a clear like a you, you wouldn't give this gate a clean bill of health but you have a feeling that it's just a sort of heavy duty you know spiked gate and you know theoretically you could get through it with strength or cunning um without any major incident that's that's the suspicion that you get I, I don't I don't see anything that says that this is like a trap. I, no, I, no, you I, don't. I, I, Nothing I'm gonna, over. I'm gonna try. Well, I, that was me talking to them. I don't, I don't see anything. It kind of looks like I could just pick this, unless anybody wants to bash it down. Be my guest. Uh, I think pick it. Yeah, go. All right, I'm gonna try and pick it. Um. All right, make a sleight of hand check for me. Pick it good. Twenty three. Pretty good. Ooh, that's pretty good. You pull out your lock-picking tools and make very quick work of this ancient-looking padlock with a big skeleton key-sized hole in the front of it. Um, and you can actually hear the gears turning because they're rusted on the inside. Um, and then sure enough, the lock clicks. 
and you pull it off of the door, and the door is now swinging freely on its hinges. Easy as dwarven pie. Smooth as butter. I guess right. that the security's not that good. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's step through. What do we Ma see? Mario, you first. Yeah, all right. You don't have to push me. I'm a going. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that, like, Dresden is the one behind him. I like to think that he's, like, really scared of Dresden. <laughs> Still, like, okay, okay, I'll Yeah, go. he's a little freaked out by him. <laughs> Um, all right, and let's see. Dresden, you're you're walking right behind him. Give me a perception check for this chamber that you enter. So all of you perceive that you have entered into a fairly large open chamber in this sewer as Mario walks in through this gate, and he heads to the left staircase to head down into this uh, sort of damp pool. It's not, like, full of water, but you're going to get, like, the soles of your shoes wet as you walk through here. A uh, 15 perception. A 15. So... With a 15. Uh, all right, so Dresden, you are walking behind Mario. And again, this room is pretty silent minus the dripping, consistent dripping of water from these two pipes. And you see glinting off of, uh, like the light is glinting off of some objects that give you like a quick jolt of adrenaline because they are very humanoid sized and shaped. And you realize that there are a set of statues in this chamber. And they look like uh, some sort of priestly type figure or possibly cultist type figure from your experiences uh, with their arms outstretched. One at each corner, roughly, of this chamber that you're walking into. Um, you can't really make out too much about them in terms of their details, but you definitely catch a glimpse of them and it just gives you that like hair on the back of your neck feeling for a moment as you catch there a glimpse of them. Is Dresden the only one that sees them? Yeah, Dresden sees them I'll, first. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll grab, I'll clutch my, my staff a little bit tighter um, and I'll say, uh, Mario, what are those statues? Oh, don't worry. Uh, they've been here for a long time. Uh, nobody knows who will put them here, but uh, they don't they won't do anything to us. They're not gonna. That's what you're worried about. They're not gonna come to life so suddenly, are they? Well, not in my experience. Uh, come on, let's go on to the ladders on the other side of the chamber. Uh, and Mario continues down into the water. Yeah, so we're gonna have to like walk by at least one of them, right? Yeah, you're gonna walk pretty close to them. I don't want to. I, I basically just want to eye one really carefully. Are they made of stone by chance? They appear to be made of stone. Yes. Well, uh, I, I don't. I have some. I have some as a dwarf. Stone I can. Cunning. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I have a little. I think you get advantage if you investigate them or something. Is that is that what it is? I'm not sure. Is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> I have <laughs> it up yeah, actually. That That's fine. I, I have it up actually. Okay. Um, well, then why don't you tell me? <laughs> Uh, dark vision, door to combat training, subrace, languages, stone cutting. Whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, you are considered proficient in the history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check instead of your normal proficiency bonus. So for history, I have a zero. <laughs> so, Great. So that so. actually... Doesn't triple that is zero. Triple that. Carry the one. Multiply <laughs> by two. <laughs> um, okay, well then that it's actually fucking useless. You could get a good history check. You make an intelligence hi history check related to the origin of stonework. You are considered proficient in the history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check. Oh, wait, your proficiency bonus, couldn't that oh, just be the top I one? Oh, I see. That's the top one, not yeah. the... Yeah. I got it. Okay. So, basically, I'll do a history check on it and add 10 if my proficiency bonus is 5. Nice. All right. Okay. So, that would be a 19. Uh, you get the feeling that these statues have been here for hundreds of years, probably since these sewers were built, or at least around the same time, because the rocks appear to be hewn from the same quarry 
that made the statues as, as are the ones that uh, built this chamber. Um, you don't recognize like any specific cultural history about the type of statue or any of its symbology or anything. Right, like just that. about the stone itself. Right? Yeah, no, but it's it's old. It's old. Okay, that so basically, you know. yeah, okay. Oh. oh, did you want to do anything with that? No, I'm just going to keep that to myself. Mario, what like why what did you do the last time you were down here? Why did you come down here before? Well, I was sent on some spying missions. Mama doesn't seem to think that I'm too good on a boat, so she sent me down here to do some snooping around, and sure enough, I found the way right into the blue uh right into the the drowned rats hideout. So I would sometimes sit down there and uh, just listen in on their plans and Make sure that all was on the up and up and all of that. And could people see you or you were behind a no, wall? No, no, no. I was under the grate. So we're going to be underneath of their hideout? No, we're going to be above it. That's how sewers work. You're not too bright, are you? I'm confused. That was a sarcasm. I guess that went over your head too. I, I was just feeling like their hideout was in the sewers. No, there are hideouts in a giant crypt. Mm. A lot okay. of them were the uh, Gotha kids at their schools. Uh, Dresden, these are your people. Yeah, you you look a little bit like a drowned rat. Well, no offense. Uh, <laughs> maybe I could... Uh, yeah, I don't want to play this. Um, <laughs> I'll just look you at... You do look like a drowned rat. I'll just look at, at Mario, and, and, I'll, and I'll just say, careful what you say. Uh, Mace Court, you haven't really said much in this interaction. Could you just give me a perception check, since you're just kind of taking it all in? Yes, I can. Ten! Uh, it's not hard to notice, but everyone else sort of jabbering on and conversing does not notice right away uh but Macecore, you are listening carefully and you hear a change in the pattern of the water and it's again for you this time it's a sensation that something unnatural has just happened and you can't quite put your finger on it but it makes the scales on the back of your neck stand up guys i think uh something I don't, this down here doesn't feel quite right. I think we better get going fast. And as Mace Core says this, suddenly the water starts writhing and Mario actually suddenly lunges out of the way to his right. Uh, you're not sure why at first. Um, Dresden, could you give me, uh, actually, you know what, Dresden, you just see this. Mario dives out of the way as the statue to his left starts closing its arms together and nearly clotheslining him in the process. And its hands are now pressed firmly together out in front of it, pointing forward into the center of this chamber, as are all of the other three statues. And in the center of the room, the water is writhing and churning. And uh, in the process, your torch goes out. The water splashes up and hits Mario's torch. So those of you who have dark vision, you can still see. Um, and those of you who can see, you watch as a gigantic humanoid form forms up out of this sewage and takes some sort of almost smoky shape, but it's made of liquid materials, like a, a weird billowing fluid standing in front of you with some glowing spots in it and those glowing spots make it easy for the rest of you to see this thing and it rises up out of the sewage and it simply stares in your direction and i'm gonna need everybody to roll initiative please
Is it a dinosaur? Is it a dinosaur? Please tell me there are dinosaurs. Please tell me there are dinosaurs. You're so fucking stoked. What's that uh, aquatic like dinosaur that had like Mosasaurus. the fins Mosasaurus. and then the long neck? Plesiosaurus. It looked, yeah, pla- maybe Plesiosaurus. But it, oh, it is. It kind of looked kind of looked like a Lapras from uh, Pokemon. Yeah, Zoe's got this book of dinosaurs where they're like like dots that you can poke on each page. And I swear to God, mm-hmm. I've never heard. Of like not of any of these dinosaurs, there's like the Tyrannosaurus Rex, then it's like the Giraffomontosaurus. I'm like, that's not a uh, real yeah. one. Wait, is it, it is. a leapfrog? What's that? I is it a leapfrog a... book where you use the pen and point at stuff? No, it, it, like it's got like, like, like built in like dots that like she can poke, right? Like buttons. Yes. Um, yeah, and and then it's got all these dinosaurs and I've never heard of any of them except for the Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's like the only one that I've heard of. Then I guess you aren't a real fan. No, of trust me. I know my dinosaurs and I was like, there's <laughs> no way this is a real dinosaur. All right. Back to the story. Oh, Oh God. And don't worry. Uh, if you, if you want dinosaurs at some point, you'll get dinosaurs. Um, shit. I don't think dinosaur. anybody said that. 